Today on our show, we're talking with Ryan Trunk, MMA fighter, male fitness model, and now male fitness professional bodybuilder. Let's check it out. Live from Las Vegas, Nevada, Bad Mojo Media Studios presents This Passion Driven Life. Now on to the show. from Bad Mojo Media. Today's show is going to be exciting, inspiring, and it actually comes from my old hometown in Monroe, Wisconsin. I'm very proud of that to go back and meet with Ryan and, and some other interesting people. We'll have more segments from different people as we travel. We'll have uh, more people like Jill Plaxton from Just Jill's Art on our show and many others uh, as well as we unfold. So thanks for paying attention and listening to this new episode. I think you're going to like it. It's our first one on our new Captivate FM program platform. Um, Soon we'll have a radio station in association with this, and it'll be a lot more fun. So thanks again. Enjoy the show, and we'll check in with you later. There are a lot of quality products out there in terms of epoxies and floor coatings and coverings. Um, I also really appreciate and use and respect and back Walt Tools, a Chicago-based family-owned company, wonderful products, wonderful floor coatings. They also have many other tools relative to the decorative industry, including uh, carving uh, and vertical uh, project materials. So give Walt Tools a look today. Those out there in the decorative flooring industry looking for the correct prep and surface prep grinders, machinery, and tooling. Look no further than Maverick Surface Preparations. They have an amazing system, amazing program. Their Tron vacuum systems are amazing that they sell. Um, and all of their grinders and tooling uh, are what I stand behind, what I use and sell, uh, and what I respect. So give Maverick Surface Preparations uh, a look today. Daryl Bates, and we're back again with Bad Mojo Media's Passion Driven Series. So today, as I promised, we've got a great, great guy, uh, and we're actually on the road this time in Monroe, Wisconsin, and uh, back in my old stomping grounds, and we have Ryan Trung with us today, and we're going to get into this episode in just a few minutes. And uh, again, I wanted to thank everybody for coming on board again today, checking out this amazing episode. I uh, hope you're having an amazing Tuesday. And we're going to get right back into it in just a minute. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bad Mojo Media is passion-driven. A healthy minded body, you have to eat and drink right. So for my dollar, I love Juice to You. Uh, they have an amazing organic menu. Everything on their menu is tremendous. I've sampled it all. And their cold-pressed juices are just amazing and so healthy for you, too. So give juice to you a look today and eat healthy and be healthy. All right. 
right, everyone. Daryl Bates from Bad Mojo Media, and we're back again. And this time, I have the privilege of being in Monroe, Wisconsin, my old hometown. So my old stomping ground. <laughs> um, I love this place. Cheese, beer, Lonnie Eggers, and some of the coolest people you're ever going to want to meet. So today on our show, um, we have an amazing individual. Ryan is someone I've known since he was born. I know his mom and his dad. I know his twin sister and his family. And uh, he's an amazing individual. I've been talking about having you on the show for a while. And uh, I've been recording and, and like saving little snippets of your things that I see you do, like the shows that you're in, the modeling that you do. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I've been kind of saving that, storing it up. So when we do get a finally chance to have <laughs> this, this uh, wonderful podcast together, I'll put that all on the video and, and it'll be amazing. So Ryan um, is just an amazing individual. He's, he's inspirational. He's motivational. He's very passionate. And everything I've seen him do since I've met him and since he was a little kid is just is continued to transcend to something amazing. So one of the things that uh, you've done in your career, and I'll, I'll just kind of highlight a few things, and I'm going to yeah. let you tell us your story. So you started um, in MMA Correct. and fighting. And I know we all went and watched you guys fight yeah. everywhere you went. You know, and it was it was awesome. A bunch of us would go to Dubuque or wherever you'd be fighting. And um, I mean, you were you were ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> you were freaking awesome. First of all, here, let me shake your damn hand. You're going to have that on the film. Um, and, and Ryan is just one of those guys that uh, whatever he aspires to do, he does it. And it, it seems all easy to most of us when we look at all he's achieved. But I'm sure it hasn't been. <laughs> no, it I'm sure it's been a lot harder yeah. than it seems. Um, so from MMA, you aspire to also get into modeling. Right. right. And so now you have a professional modeling, modeling career. Mm -hmm. Right. And then above and beyond that, <laughs> you are uh, now in the men's classic physique as a professional pro holder and, yep. and bodybuilder. You have your professional card. Right. OCB and NGA. That's freaking yeah. amazing. Man. Can't hardly believe it when you think about it. The interesting part to me is not just that I know you and that you're my buddy and I've known you since you were a kid. It's interesting to see how this environment here in Wisconsin and Monroe specifically Produces so many quality character people. Um, sorry about that. My computer's talking to me. Stop it. <laughs> hey, look, it went away. Good. So, <laughs> but think about it. The, the musicians, the, you know, people who start amazing businesses and then have like a comedy theme club and, and just everything that I've seen people do uh, in our family as well as right. our friend groups. It's just second to none. And this is just a small little piece of nowhere. And, uh, and, and, you know, in Wisconsin. And so to me, that I don't know if it was the corn we were fed, the cheese that we ate, <laughs> or the beer we drank, but whatever it was, it, it gave us all a lot of character. Yeah. And uh, so from that, I'm super proud to have you on the show. And I want you to tell the world as much as you care to share about your story, where you, what, where you came from and what you're, what you're doing, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess the first thing is, is, you know, we all know where I'm a small town country boy. Yep. You know, um, I don't call the, the Asian Elvis. I'm <laughs> 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 serious, dude, man. I'm telling you. It's who you remind me of. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, man. The Asian Elvis. Yeah, I don't think man. I heard that one. Well, you got it. That's what I call you when you're not around. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing for uh, for me is, you know, growing up in a small town, having a really strong family and a big faith. I mean, in the, in the beginning, 
just like everyone, we grow up, we're, we're wild, yeah. you know, we, we lose track of, you know, who we are, what we're doing. Oh, yeah. And we run after think, things that are probably not good. Right. That's, I mean, your <laughs> <not> pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're correct. You're correct. Um, but that's what us, that's what makes us special. I mean, it is. to overcome that and fall a million times and get back up and keep going. I mean, that's, that's what I'm all about. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You said it a little bit ago too. It's the family unit that I've seen specifically. And I see this in some families, but most of them, it's hard to go back and have a big group of family members that all stand by one another. Um, and in your family, I know this to be true. You have an yeah. amazingly deep family. Um, in fact, the first home I ever bought, I bought it from your mom. On a land cut. Really? Yeah. Which one was that? The one down by the high school. That's okay. right. Small one here. Okay. Yeah. I was oh, yeah. 25. Our My daughter was living. just born. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have enough money to really traditionally go buy a house. And your and your dad and mom, I talked to them both, and they gave me a land contract to help me get started. Jeez. I hadn't even really thought about that. But your family is, is very warm and very big, and that's part of my home. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So continue, man. Tell me the um, good stuff. <laughs> well, I guess we can start with my fighting. Yeah. Um, well, before actually before my fighting, I actually started a store when I just turned 21. That's it was right. called RT's Movies and More. I forgot and, about that. Um, Entrepreneur for the yeah, beginning. Yeah, I mean, well, I, mean, I, was, <laughs> I was working since I was eight years old, and I got my first ticket when I was like 10 because, you know, I got I got a ticket for being too young to work. Oh, I yeah, know. Yeah, um, there was a uh, plastering from oh, there. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's where my my work ethic started. I mean, it's just, that's where I started working and obviously with you cleaning, but. Yeah, I ran a maintenance business called Excel for many, many years. And that's right. I had had all you guys working for me at one point. It was awesome. It was a family even then. It was, but the only thing I want to do is clean toilets. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give that job up to someone else. (laughs) We'd pick the ones in the the group that would have worked on. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> I forgot about that. No. Uh, but no, um, you know, starting that store, like I said, when I turned 21, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just wanted to make money. I was right. passion driven, and oh, I wanted funny. to make. I wanted to make a lot of money. See how that fits. I mean, yeah, exactly. It fits perfect. <laughs> so, you know, I had a guy. I'm not going to name names, but he was. <laughs> Supposed to be my manager, obviously. He's helping right. going. He's all the gentleman. Right. Obviously, took me for granted. Um, I started the store, and it was not even six months down the road. You know, he was already embezzling money for me that coming town. But I was working, yeah, and I was actually working a general contracted job. Actually, two of them, trying to get more money, bringing in my business to make more money. I got a little bit greedy, which I shouldn't. I, I mean, all my family. You know, they're all telling me not to do it, but I did anyways. That's who I am. Right. I always do it. And, do it anyway. you know, and then it, I eventually had to give it up. Yep. And it was sad, but I'm glad I did it. I learned a lot of things that you want to learn in school yep. from it hands on. And that's kind of been the story of your yeah, life, though. Yeah. I mean, that's always happened. It's yep. always, you know, can you do this? Can right. I do this? And then it gets into my head mentally. Can I really do this? Right. I don't know, but. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Exactly. That's the same premise you know, as everything I'm on in the last four years of my life is I never planned it all. It just, I 
decided at that moment that it felt right to do, and I just don't want to do it. Right. Uh, go after it, make it happen. And if I fail, I fail. But you don't get anywhere if you don't at first fail or try. Exactly. And I think failure is part of the structure of your success as you grow. Well, why why move mountains when you can climb them and enjoy <laughs> enjoy the workout, enjoy the view, you the know, workout, the, str- right? the struggles, you know. Then you, you I mean, it's you, you can come over, get you. you can come over and look at yourself, you know, and be like, man, I really did that. I overcome this bump, you yep. know. And yep. it's just an amazing journey. It's uh, so you know, I we, we were talking on one of my shows recently about life is art, right. and everything we do really has art to it in some form. And uh, which is why I think this this fits with me so well. But it's it's been said to me in these shows and, and other people that I talk to who are successful that it's not the ultimate destination that forms you. It's the journey no, along the way. Exactly. All the things that you have to overcome or struggle with and then overcome eventually at some point that makes you. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, you're, you're right. You're right. Your own book. Yeah. I mean, Mine's a pop-up book. You're going to look at a lot of pictures, but hey. That's a, that's a great way to put it, man. Mine's a pop-up book. Yeah. Mine Sorry. might have some alternative endings. You know? We read them stories where you can go yeah. to page 12. Mine might be that way. Yeah. Mine still be real, yeah. too. Man. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, back to where I was at, you know, after I got rid of the store, um, you know, I was 21. So obviously I was going out to the bars, I was out drinking. Oh, I and, know. you know, I <laughs> I might or may not have been part of that. <laughs> no, but I mean, growing up I was always a fighter. Yeah. And you know, I always take bets and fight people's fights and I was <laughs> I was just a, a rebel, you know. It's yeah. just and I was out at a bar and one of the promoters that I guess he knew of my name, he came up and asked me why I'm not double fisting. Eat on my double fist and we'll come to the bar and I'll show you. So he hands me two bush lights, put it in my hand, and I'm gonna double fist it. I'm like, oh, okay, now you're talking my language. Right, right. Then we got to talking about, you know, fighting stuff, and I recently, you know, choose not to fight. I was trying to get out of it, trying to be a better person, and I was right. like, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to do it. So right. This ain't, this ain't just going out and fighting, this no. is a sport. Yep. So he's like, why don't you, yeah, he's, he's like, why don't you come down and try this? I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'll try it. I'll try it out. And I went um, to one of the gyms and it was called Palace Gyms. And I fought one of the trainers there and I, I broke his nose. Right <laughs> you know, and I'm, he's like, well, you got it if you want. And I'm like, well, you know, I'll, I'll try it out. So then I started competing and started winning and winning and you know, it just came naturally to me that I was yep. a good fighter, and there, there went on my fighting career. Yeah, I mean, and the, coming to watch you fight myself, yeah. and having seen you fight, it was amazing because not only did the crowd always follow you, you were always right. just a natural uh, in that regard. But when you would go out to the fight, you'd get right to business. There wasn't mm-hmm. a whole lot of messing around and right. getting right across the ring to get the guy. Yep, exactly. <laughs> well, another thing, and in, in, when I was in the fight. I was trying to think, you know, I started studying the Bible and all about faith. And one of my coaches was actually a missionary. And I went up and asked him, is this, you know, should I be fighting? Is this okay? Right. And he told me, you know, you're bringing a lot, you're bringing light into a dark sport. Yeah. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And what I mean about that is, you know, a lot of people follow you. If anything I do, you know, they, there's going to be followers with all of us. And, it's how you present yourself. Yeah. And 
take things to another level and you know fighting is very respectful yeah i mean a lot of i mean you it's technique yeah you know so i mean you're winning a lot it's all about discipline and you know i talked to a lot of people that yeah and a lot of people that are not in the they're they're in a bad area and then i go talk to them about you know faith and then they change. I'm so sure despite the fact that it was fighting, you made it right. something more faith-driven. Exactly. And then you had something to offer them that would help pull them out of right. some bad spots. And, right. and I try to do that with everything. I think that's a good way to actually reach somebody is in a place like that because a lot of them are very violent and, and you know have tough lives. And so that's probably a good place. You're going to find all the people who need to be saved. At wonderful places, they're usually going to be in tough places, yep. and those are the ones that really need the help the most. So yep. that's commendable, dude. I, I mean, it's not just hurting people. I mean, yes. this is a sport, and a lot of people do it. I yeah. mean, it's it's all technique. I mean, it's, today it's a big industry. Dude. You got Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, yep. Judo, Hapkido, yep. you know, Karate, yep. you know, wrestling takes into it, and that's a big thing. You know, I was a wrestler in high school, and I was good at all my sports. Yep. I did pretty much everything you could think of. <laughs> yep. You know, yep. I mean, that's another big thing too. It's putting so much on your plate, you can't, yep. you know, focus on one thing. That's hard in life, and I think what we call that is life balance. <laughs> <laughs> 47, and I'm still struggling yep. to seek that life's balance. Yep. But we we do know what's more important to us, and, and those are the things right. that we, we need to focus on more often. But, yep. you know, life's balance works itself out if, if we're smart enough to listen. Once we lose sidetrack of, you know, for me personally, if I fall off the wagon and I don't, I lose my faith, you know, that's a big thing because when I find it again, everything good happens. Yes. I think we can say that too. I know that applies to my life. I know I went through um, some serious things for a human being and, and certainly I'm not the only one, but um, you know, from those wounds came more faith invited into my life and pick myself up and, and I want to make those around me proud, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. and that's, that's what we do. Yeah. Human beings, I think. And so the fighting, so how many fights did you fight total? So in, are you talking about in the cage? Well, <laughs> so the, one, cage, the ones you got um, paid for. <laughs> so, well, anyways, as an amateur, um, I went undefeated with two belts. And then yeah. I went pro. I want to say I was around 25. That's when I went pro. Right. And Quite then, a few. Yeah. So then when I went fought my first fight, or first pro fight, I actually lost in the end. And, um, that was a that was a big thing for me losing and what's crazy about that is you know I had a complete torn ACL in my butt and I, I almost my whole career fighting career I fought with a complete torn ACL finally I was like you know I gotta get this fixed yeah. and uh, you know if I'm at this level I gotta you I gotta, gotta get I gotta be a hundred percent yeah so yeah. but yeah then after that I got my surgery and I started fighting again I had three fights and then I won down. And then the last one before, you know, I was going to sign a different contract, uh, I got eye gouged and that really messed up. My yeah, life. the eye gouge was pretty bad. It messed up my fighting career for, for now, and that's right. how I went to bodybuilding. Decided to, yep. to switch careers, and we'll get into that yeah. in a minute because yep. there's a whole lot more. <laughs> before we take a quick break and we'll yep. be back, um, just, just some things that I recall about you growing up uh, and being around. So. My older brother, Dave, uh, who's no longer with us, uh, God rest his soul, we miss him dearly. 
we're talking about him quite a bit today, but uh, he was kind of the ringleader <laughs> of all the craziness we found ourselves in, from four wheeling to motorcycles and racing cars and, and chasing pretty women to the whole nine. It was interesting to be around Dave at all times. So you would hang around uh, with him, and then I'd be there, and we'd go four wheel riding, you know, with our four wheelers. And he would all ride. He'd always be the one to do the craziest stuff always like you know hey jump this big thing here you know and you hit it not 20 miles an hour but 60 and it'd be airborne <laughs> for 30 feet i mean it was just whatever you were pushed to do somehow you just stood up and went and did it right <laughs> it's just like are you gonna try that you nuts and be like one of those here hold my beer and watch this <laughs> but it was amazing it was yeah. it was always inspiring and i always knew in my heart whatever you tackle you know you were gonna you were right. gonna do it so one, yeah one time i called you and you had um you had said you'd met somebody, um, some cool dude somewhere at his own airplane. You guys went out flying, or I don't know. You saw oh, no, it. This, this is crazy. Yeah. This is, I'm at my mom's house, the farm, and uh, I think I was mowing. I only had my shorts and flip flops on, no shirt, no nothing. And I wanted uh, this is another thing I used to do motocross, yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to build a track at my mom's house at my mom's farm. And I seen a dozer up there on uh, on my neighbor's yard. I'm like, I'm going to go up there and ask, you know, if I can borrow it to make some jumps. <laughs> I went up there, and there's a guy there, and I uh, asked him, you know, if, who owns it. Right. I was like, um, a guy, I don't know his name, but he uh, he should be back shortly. I'm like, why don't you have him come down to the farm so I can talk to him when he gets back? He's like, okay. So I'm on the lawn. I get off the mower. I think I'm filling up gas, and the truck cup pulls in, and I'm like, hey, how are you doing? He's like, yeah, did uh, you come uh, up to the dozer? I'm, I'm trying to find the guy that came up and asked me if um, to build a jump. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm like, yeah, I'm the guy. I'm like, how much would it cost for you to build a track here? He was like, uh, I don't know what happened. We just got we got to talking about that. We got to talk about um, cars and stuff. And then he's like, I was like, well, I want to fly a plane. And he's like, oh, I got two planes. I'm like, are you, are you serious? He's like, you want to go flying right now? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. And he's like, do you have to ask your mom? And I'm like, no, I'm 18. And uh, I was like, let's go. So I jumped in the truck, not knowing who he is or anything about him. And I had no shirt. I just had flip flops and shorts. And uh, we went flying. <laughs> I went over the, I flew over to my house, took pictures. And he, uh, Showed me some few stuff and he shut off the engine. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what's going on here? He's like, this is how, what happens if the engine fails. I'm like, and you're gonna shut it off from here right now? I'm like, show me I don't cool. think my mom would be proud of this right now. And so, yeah, it's, uh, we went, it was a good time. And uh, yeah, so we flew around for like four hours. Dude, that's, yeah. that's it's crazy. crazy. That's the crazy stuff I do though. But that's the thing, that's random stuff. Circumstances, right. and I think it's the the energy and the you know aura about us that attracts other people. Like, yeah. and if you if you already have that, it's like the vortex of life will pull you towards more. Of it. Right. And and since I've been in Vegas, that's really what's happened to me. Yeah. I just keep finding these strange and unique circumstances. You know, like like Erwin Raymer from the TV show Tank. You know, yeah. I got to be good buddies with him, and then I made him a piece of furniture, and then that got me to this place that introduced me to that person that. You know, and it just hasn't really stopped. It just keeps reciprocating. Right. So I think a lot of it is a personality. That we personality, get. and it's who you surround your surround your people with. I yeah. Mean, like all my got all my friends, they're I don't usually surround around uh, 
people with negativity. Right. You know, right. they have, like I said, they're passion driven. Yep. They're, yep. they're doing something with their lives or they have goals, they have dreams yep. and they want to accomplish them. Well, I'm going to be there to help accomplish them and they're going to be there to help you help me accomplish them. Yep. And, and it reciprocates. You feed right. off of that. And, you know, I, I feel the same way. If you're around negativity, it's going to be really hard to right. transcend at anything. product out there for epoxies and floor coatings is easy chem from georgia a wonderful crew wonderful team and they continuously provide new products and new materials for all of us to use in the decorative flooring and coating industry so give easy chem a look today for your quality epoxy and flooring needs again daryl bates from bad mojo media and i'm telling you part of the reason this show is as cool as it is is because i drink rockstar <laughs> i don't think so i oh. think everything's more better with bang <laughs> i bang <laughs> it's not on camera <laughs> remember rockstar <laughs> bang <laughs> So anyway, I um, want to throw some cred out there again to this very cool town that we grew up in. Monroe, Wisconsin, um, been around since the, well, shit, 1820s or 30s, really. Um, immigrants, you know, um, cheese, beer, Laniagers, cows, milk, <laughs> all the good stuff that we grew up with around here. All the, the hay rides and mow and hay and uh, combine <laughs> combines and you bet country <laughs> hunting all the cool things we fishing do. every day yeah, i'm right creeks and streams and this is america's uh dairyland and i'm proud to be here um so many cool people come from this place years ago there was a guy that owned seattle seahawks that was uh had moved to monroe and Spent a lot of years here. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Very, very successful people have, uh, a lot of them have come from here. I know some of the coolest musicians now that I'm in Las Vegas, but the truth is, is that I knew a lot of amazing musicians for many years right from this town. Some of the coolest guitar players, some of the, um, in fact, one of the guys that sold me my first guitar had played with Cheap Trick early in her career. Um, had, in fact, directly across the street from him sitting um, right over there in that building in a music store. And uh, yeah, so uh, really cool. Monroe just has some humbling roots. Um, big shout out to my buddy, Sam. Now, if the camera was turned the other way, you'd see on our front window has Sam and really big three foot tall letters. <laughs> and when I was looking for this place, because Sam set me up with this location so we could shoot this episode. And I said, how am I going to find it? He said, you'll you'll see. You'll get it. <laughs> and when I pulled up and I was looking around and I seen Sam in the window, I'm like, oh, OK, <laughs> I got it. This is Sam's place. So, um, Sam Laws, buddy, thanks again for letting me use your pad to do this cool episode. Uh, Sam's an amazing businessman. I think he'll be the mayor of this town at some point. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, anyway, um, we're going to get back to the show, and I appreciate 
everybody tuning in, checking out this amazing episode with Ryan Trong uh, and the amazing artisan that he is. And again, I equate everything in life, as I've said on the show many times, to an art level, because everything we do, uh, really, life is art. And so the things that we achieve and the levels that we climb to get higher separates us sometimes from those around us. And those are the true artisans that I seek to have on my show. Ryan is the perfect example. So now back to your awesome story. So the end of your fighting career, the beginning of the next. Let's hear about that. <laughs> modeling. <laughs> Damn, that's awesome. <laughs> well, um, modeling. Um, it actually started before fighting. Um, that's right. 17 years old is when I got found in on the streets. And then I had some kind of, um, I don't know if it was like some kind of contract or something to do like makeup school and stuff like that for modeling, which... I was kind of skeptical. Of, right, you know, right. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no makeup. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. But no, I I, uh, I went to some schooling in Madison. Um, oh, Madison. Was, yeah, I actually yup, and I learned a lot about makeup and um, catwalks and everything like that. I didn't really think um, I was going to get this far, you know, with modeling. But I was I, told in my shot at it that I was too short at the time. Me too. <laughs> I mean, but I, all I want to do is print commercial work anyway. Right. But right. I never want to do fashion, even though I do like fashion. Right, right. But, um, yeah, I guess it got started when I was 17. Um, I did a couple shoots and commercials, and then I actually quit quit modeling, and, went to, and then I got found in fighting. Right. And my fighting career actually brought more attention for my modeling career, <laughs> which is so weird because it's in conflict, you know. In a way. Up, kind of. What, what better way to photograph the, the true human form and body and art right. than exactly. and a fighter? Right. Oh. Yep. And then, um, so as far as that, I did a lot of auditions. Um, I actually tried out for one of the Twilight movies and oh, got man. through. Yeah, I got Dude, through. You, you and fit. Yeah. And <laughs> I got through a lot of auditions and I made it to the final round um, to be one of the backups for the. For like uh, Jacob, yeah, you know, as, Jacob. A, as a yeah, wolf, yeah. and that's how I got the nickname for fighting. That's because they called me Twilight. Yeah, it's because yeah. I look like you know I was tan. Yeah. I mean, even though I'm Asian, I look kind of yeah, you know, Hawaiian. Yeah, dude, you, you, got, you so, got very like, cool, very yeah. unique look to you, man. So sure, uh, yeah. you know, I I actually was gonna go to the last audition and fly out to meet in Florida. It was in Florida, and then I had um, the grand opening of my store. That was when I was 21. Jeez. It was a fourth twilight. So then that's how I got started my modeling career. And then after fighting, I, I mean, during fighting, I started doing more shoots. And then after I got injured, I did more shoots. Right. And it led me to another things. And, right. Um, I've seen you some crazy shoots, though, recently. Yeah, I did. Uh, we'll feature a lot of it. I'll put a lot of it on the video yep. clips and so everyone can see what I'm talking about. I did a German magazine that was in. Um, I shot in. Uh, Miami, Florida, Ford. Um, um, did a Josie Fox shoot with her Bordeaux and men's um, kind of lingerie. Right, right. And then um, I recently, it's called Heteroflexible. Um, it's a book. It's a book cover. Um, even though Dude, the word, I mean, I'm not. Here. <laughs> <laughs> even, even, even though the name is Heteroflexible. Um, I'm straight. Um, <laughs> and you remember but, uh, that, okay? <laughs> you remember that. Um, straight I, as a freaking yeah, arrow. I should have brought the book. Um, <laughs> you should have, dude. I thought yeah, I, uh, you can find it on Amazon. It's called Extra Flexible. Yeah. It's a really good book. Um, 
And you're the cover model. Yeah, I'm the cover model. Yeah, I actually did. That straight I've done, uh, book. yeah, I've done 11 <laughs> covers. And that's oh, a, wow. Yeah, that's the first book that came out, and the other ones are still in the works. Ah. So, wow. Well, yeah. people start to notice you then. Yep. Yeah. How amazing is that? It's it's something for sure. <laughs> I mean. But the, the Twilight thing, man. In fact, yeah, I mean, your name, Twilight Drawn, man. That was perfect. <laughs> that was so great. I guess I never really thought that. Yep. At the time, but that's probably why, you know. Right, exactly. You, you should have had a chance to have been in that because you, you would have been a perfect model. Yeah. For that. Well, I mean, it's in, you know, growing up, I was always shy. And, you know, now this Not is anymore. getting well. I mean, this is getting me out. I mean, my comfort zone. So sure. Even sure. with the camera in front of me, I get a little nervous. But you know, just keep moving. Keep posing. Yeah. All right. Good. <laughs> Flex my muscles all day. All day. I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. all the lighting and all the shit going on. Right. It's probably not nearly as easy as it yeah. sounds, I'm sure. No, it's not. No. It's, <laughs> I mean, I, I love it. I enjoy it. I mean, I work for my body. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the gym 24-7. Yeah. So, I mean, Learned it. you know, and doing general contracting, because I, I do, I'm a, that's my full-time job. Yeah, that's not hard to believe. How have, do you have time for all that, right? I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> Anything you love in life, you have to make time for it. Anything, even with relationships. Bang energy. I mean, this has 300 milligrams of caffeine. That's why I'm all shaking and jittery. I can't move. I can move it everywhere. I can't even talk. But by no, no, but you know that it's my construction job. I started at you know a company in Madison, and then I went to a different company. They transferred to Chicago for two years, and I had to pack my lunch. You know, I meal prepped on Sundays. Weighed everything out, measured it, packed it in the cooler, and I drove around. This was it was 80 degrees, you know, 80 some degrees in Chicago during the summertime, <laughs> and uh, I was eating cold food and well, maybe sometimes spoiled, but I got my meals in. So, yeah, yeah. but uh, I lived in a hotel basically, you know, I, through the weeks, you know, and I had a microwave. That's all I had. <laughs> so um, it was difficult, and I, you know, I accomplished and got my pro card, my first season doing it on both huh. NGA and OCB. So, you know, so it, goes I, sh- it goes to show you, you know, if you put your mind to it, if you work hard enough and you keep, you know, your discipline and consistency, you're going to make it. Well, that's the passion driven so, that we've been talking yeah. about. And and as I said before, on, on all my shows, the individuals that we want on our shows, you know, everybody has a story. And But I, I really feel pulled to be motivational and inspirational individuals that wish to not hold you back, but elevate you up. There are people in life that if you become successful, they suddenly don't want anything to do with you. And those are the ones you realize that either A, they're just not predispositioned to be successful themselves, or, you know, they they carry some sort of uh, desire to not see you succeed because it makes them seem less or feel less about themselves. And it's a sad truth, but you you just have to weed through that because if this is the calling that we have, the passion that we're pulled to, then people will either have to still love us. I know I'll always be the same dude. I don't care if my show... It's huge, and I'm I'm on Howard Stern's X app, right? I'm still going to be Daryl, just right. in the way I can be. I don't have any desire to be anything different than right. who I really am. And or it, fake? No, and you you no. want to be the person you are. No, if I'm if I'm loaded next week, I'm still Daryl. Exactly. <laughs> <You know>, that's <laughs> what kind of loaded I am. <laughs> I'm not physically, but <laughs> no. But and that's the thing about you yeah. is that you've always been humble. That's one of the things I love the most about you. Not just the cool things you do, but the fact that it doesn't change who your who your personality and who you really are inside. You're warm, you're outgoing, and you're not unapproachable. 
probably the biggest thing for me is, you know, being someone and, you know, helping my family out. Yeah. That's the biggest drive for me. Yeah. You know. And I see that too with your nieces and your mom and mm-hmm. your sister and her family and and uh, you're always involved with them. Yeah, exactly. That is rewarding. Yeah, you know, is. as I've moved away from mine, I I sense uh you know that disconnect that is very painful. I don't wish for that to happen. So part of me coming back and doing some studio studio stuff here is is my reaching back to my family to pay homage to where I'm from and the amazing people that helped help form and shape my direction and my future, yep. you know? So, well, I mean, we're family too. So. Yeah, dude, that's the cool thing is that we are, man. Yeah, we are. We, we go way back. It's an, yep. it's an amazing, amazing thing. Like I said, you know, I bought my first home from your mom and dad. So, um, a lot of good stuff there, but so the modeling, what's the long thing there? I mean, do you see bigger publications, more opportunities, I mean, commercials, TV, what do you, what do you see? For me, what I want to see is I want to see, uh, more in, um, fitness modeling. I want to be able to get out there and maybe do something like Gymshark or body engineering, something in that quick category. And I'm recently starting um, clothing line with Larissa Clem. It's called uh, a clothing line. Yeah, barbells and chalk. It's um, dude. It's uh, yeah, barbells and chalk. It's a gym fashion line. It's going to be very unique and uh, perfect. That's that's our goal is making it unique and hopefully we can have the first line on by next fall. That is amazing. So, that changes the whole game. That, but that elevates you yourself, know. you know, to a, a household opportunity for people right. to really know who you are. And, you know, there was a time when I looked much different. <laughs> and I worked out. Now, there's going to be a time again where I'm getting my butt back into the gym. There's yeah. Age is no excuse. I've seen guys 10 years older than me look phenomenal. So age is no good excuse. But there was a time in my life where working out was a big part of my life. Finding the right clothing and the right gear for that's like anything else, like the right gear for a podcast or right gear for, you know, playing guitar or whatever. You got to have the right uh, equipment available to you. So a a line like that seems like it would make sense. And it's not even necessarily gym. It's, you know, most of it's going to be like gym line, but it's going to be also casual. So everything that's going to be a lifestyle. A lifestyle. Yeah. And it's going to be fit, fit, even for, you know, plus size. Yeah. So, I mean, that's our goal. I could use that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little plus size lately. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, it always way different, but the time changes things. I used to have to jump off the bed to get into my damn pants because they were so tight. <laughs> you know, but that was the 80s, man. Yeah. That was a different story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm proud of you first and foremost, dude. I, I I really, um, I'm humbled by all these experiences and the cool people that I know. And your story motivates me, despite, you know, how old are you? Um, 21. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm 31. 31? Yeah. Damn, you don't look like it at all. Yeah, That's amazing. because I shave. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can look almost 30. Uh, <laughs> I see the model shoot the other day. Yeah. Model shoot yeah. 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 I kind of half expect you to come here today. Yeah, I almost did. I shaved right before that. <laughs> <laughs> you do look young as heck. Yeah. You shave, man. I, yeah. I know I can, you know, where I get carded for you, know, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Age is just yeah. a number anyway. So right, exactly. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to age gracefully. I'm going to fight it every damn second of the way. You're one of those Sean Connery guys. I look better when I get 
Anyway, we're going to take a really quick break, and we're going to be right back again. I want to hear the amazing journey now as he's getting into his uh, pro card and what the future holds there. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in just a minute. Bad Mojo Media. Daryl Bates from Bad Mojo Media, and we're back again. We're going to wrap this segment up in a little while, but we still have some more really good things to talk about. <laughs> so again, Ryan Trung and uh, the amazing story that he's been sharing with us of hope, motivation, inspiration, and living a passion-driven life. So you were talking about the modeling and the cool things that you want to do, and as you're taking it into a fitness uh, spectrum. So let's talk about that fitness spectrum. Let's talk about the professional uh, career now that you have with them beyond just looking awesome. What are you doing with that? <laughs> well, it's all about training, dieting, and I mean, the biggest thing is dieting. I mean, uh, right now I'm trying to gain a lot of It's hard. I like to eat. I mean, there's a story. I'm going to backtrack a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, sure. Please. Um, so I was in Florida doing a shoot and um, all the models were hungry, so we went out and we found this restaurant, this Mexican restaurant, it's a burrito place, and it said um, nine pound burrito challenge. And I'm like, well, I have to do this because it's a challenge. And when, when, nine pound burrito. When do when do you come across this? I mean, you don't see this every day, especially in Wisconsin. So this was. Right be, the day before my shoot, and, um, <laughs> yeah, the photographer was not happy. I did the challenge, and I finished it in 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Nine pounds on your body weight at yeah. that moment, 40 yeah. minutes, 45 minutes. How is that even possible? Um, Man. Baby. My belly was hard for two days. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. It was miserable. Oh, I finished it. <laughs> that's all that matters <laughs> I wouldn't think you would have won something right no just my dignity <laughs> a horrible case of heartburn yeah. for several days yeah, yeah. Well, that is so cool that's yeah. priceless you know I like to eat so oh man I love to eat food I don't know how you do it too because he just seems I don't know I, I mean Cody your nephew is uh, or was he your nephew no Cody? Yeah. yeah. Is he your nephew? Yeah. Okay. I don't have to think for a <laughs> oh, no, right. Second cousin's brother. <laughs> anyway, nephew. <laughs> he'd be the same way. I mean, he weighed 100 pounds less than me, and he'd eat twice as much. Right. He'd be like, where do you guys put this crap? I don't get it. So, nine pounds. <laughs> nine pounds. In the photo shoot. How did that? <laughs> God. was not good. Do we, were but you I mean, it? Yeah. You did it. I sucked it in. Yeah. You know, I bet, literally. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. But I got through with it, move on. <laughs> See, that's the thing. If it says challenger. I know. I mean, I'm a competitor. So <laughs> if it didn't say challenger, I might not have done it. But no, I probably wouldn't have. Right. That's so funny, man. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Exactly. Yeah. No, so, I mean, but right now I'm in the um, process of just gaining weight, gaining muscle. And next fall, I'll be competing in the big shows like um, the York Cup. Um, hopefully doing like the NGA. Um, I'm not sure what that couple of, that's called, but it's it's all the bigger shows I'm going to be doing next year. Totally. Like the Olympia. Mr. Olympia, I don't think I'm going to do yet. Um, I think I'm just going to stick with the York Cup. And 
we'll see. We'll, we'll see what my coaches think. Um, right. But you know, that's that's what I'm working forward to. Just gaining muscle mass, and there's a squirrel. You remind me of the squirrel out yeah, there, busting yeah. his butt to get his nut. nut. Little yeah. squirrel just ran right by the front <laughs> of our window with a nut. He's chewing his nut. He stopped yeah. like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the York Cup. What is what is that? It's just the. Uh, I think it's it's. Um, the natural bodybuilding of right. I don't know if it's the world or whatever. Right. Because I do natural. I'm all natural. So, so, but I do whatever my coaches say. My coach uh, Lisa, she's she's a she's a woman, but right. You know, she she's kicks tough. my butt. Yeah, well, and she is strict. Let me tell yeah. you, I'm not getting nervous. I, mean, <laughs> I eat extra anything. You know, and when I post something with a picture and it says. <laughs> This body is held by peanut butter. It's like, <laughs> what kind of peanut butter you been eating? I'm like, oh no, it's all organic, organic peanut butter. No, but she's amazing. She pushed me to the limits, and that's how I got this far today. She pushes me. That's what we need in life sometimes. Yeah, a lot. I mean, we're all self-driven to some degree, right? I mean, I get up every morning by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but truthfully, I mean, to go further, you. You need a certain kind of something inside. Yeah. But it helps to have other people who will instill that in you a little more. Well, she believes in you. Yeah, exactly. And she's right beside you. I mean, that's probably the best thing that's happened yeah. to me. I mean, having that. I, I love I love lifting. Yeah. I love everything about changing your body. It's just, it's very interesting and unique. And, you know, how you mold your body oh. to the shape you want it is crazy. <sighs> I mean, it comes crazy. down to the science, you yeah. know. What to eat before the competition, the day of, you know, how much carbs you should be eating, proteins, yeah. and, you know, it's all about macros. So. Uh, you've got it down to the science. You really I mean, I don't got it down to the science, <laughs> but, I mean, I try my best, and I just basically listen to my coach because, yeah. you know, if I don't listen to my coach, then I probably won't be going up on stage, you know. <laughs> well, I see the last photos that you posted when, yeah. you, when you got your pro card. I was at 3% body <sighs> God, dude, seriously, yeah. that was some tremendously good accomplishments. I was very proud of you scroping through yeah. all the things that you did in your show, you know, and it's yeah. like, my God. I see muscles I didn't even know I had, you know what I mean? What's that about? <laughs> I don't know, but it's amazing. Right, yeah. It's, uh, just, just knowing for myself when I worked out, I never achieved that, you know, obviously, but I know how hard I had to work to gain when I got it. And right. uh, I can just only imagine, you know, the hours right. and countless, countless hours you put into that. I mean, it's mentally it messes with your mind. I mean, even you know, you got your on stage, off stage look. You got your, you know, your off season grinding away, trying to build mass. You got to have fat, and it's it really messes with your mind. Like you feel like you're small but fat at the same time. <laughs> you know, you don't, you can't push as much weight. You know, you're used to like just being big. You right. know, it just sometimes you put a shirt on and it doesn't fit right because it's too big. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> no, I'm getting small. <laughs> yeah, right back to the gym. You're right. Here, no. no, but oh, you know that's the mentality. I have. Just gotta keep pushing and keep going and right, right. You know, looking for the bigger things yeah. in life. But I think that's, that's the do. the thing to understand is that to achieve anything, I mean, we all have different gifts. Some of us are more predispositioned to be one way or another. But anybody can achieve nearly anything. I'm convinced of that. If you yeah, if you wrap your mind around it enough that you want that, I think you can achieve it. You exactly. can attain it. But it, it's going to take some dedication. It's going to take some commitment, um, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. You know? That's a true statement. Yeah. 
I think yeah. of some of like the floors that I've done. <laughs> and it's funny. And I'll have people ask me afterwards. It'll be like this little swirl. Looks like a little ball almost in the floor. And I'll be like, whoa, that's really cool. What was that? I'll be like, probably my sweat. That felt like <laughs> that's blood, sweat, and tears right there. And legitimately, some of it may be blood. I usually got my knuckles tore up or something. Or, you know, and in fact, the other day when I was shooting that video in Chicago for uh, uh, Wall Tools, I want to mention that too, just by the way. Wall Tools gave a uh, tremendously great seminar uh, in Morris, Illinois, with uh, prep master Josh Jones. And um, just these great companies, right? And and I had got myself tore up doing something. I don't know. I had some blood on my hands and it was dripping. And I said, blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> so and it's true. And that's that's the way life has to be to get where you want to go. You know? yeah. um, we had this conversation earlier. Yes, you got to work smarter. Today you do. The world is a different beast than it used to be. But you got to still work hard. You got to put your, your dedication into whatever value it is that you wish to achieve. Yeah. Or it's not going to happen. Exactly. Probably not. <laughs> so but it's been great to see your career grow and uh i know i'll be back again and we'll do another seminar i'm seminar listen to me i'm so seminar stuck <laughs> we'll do another podcast show and maybe as you travel and i travel a lot maybe i'll be able to catch you at a show yeah that would be, awesome. be the true blessing to especially see like arnold that's in vegas usually that's all in vegas oh right, yeah it is are you I would, i'm not sure what i'm gonna do yeah i just know i'm gonna do the work up right right next year and then we'll See what happens from yeah, there. Hopefully, you know, we can get, I can get sponsorship, more sponsorships. Right. And, you know, just keep going and getting bigger right. in my career. Right. Yeah. Well, irregardless of where you go, I'll get a chance to, to catch you on the set of, of a model shoot or a set of, you know, one of your shows that you're competing in. I'll catch more of this. Yeah. Um, and then I'll also probably have you provide me some so I can put it on the YouTube version of this show um, from Passion Driven. Let me ask you this. Um, the best way for someone to reach out to you if they want to get a hold of you for a model shoot or for a sponsorship or for anything. What's your social media platforms? How do people get a hold of you? Basically on Facebook or Instagram, that's how I've done all my modeling shoots. It's, it's crazy. You know, I'm, I don't, I was supposed to sign with a, an agent in um, Indianapolis and Kentucky, but most of my work I've done it all alone, you know, with right. Facebook, social media. So it's, it's under uh, Ryan Tron. 21, that's my Insta page, and uh, Ryan Trong Fitness Model is my Facebook page. And Trong is? T-R-U-O-N-G. All right, so and it's, it's Ryan Trong 21. Ryan Trong 21. Is so what's the 21? It's my number. Well, 21 is, yeah. It's uh, it's my number through, through high school. It's, oh, uh, cool, cool, man. Yeah, yeah. so baseball, wrestling, right, right, basketball. Right. Mine was, I had 44. Yeah. I had, so I had uh, Oh, what the heck was his name? He was a uh, running back for the Washington Redskins, John Riggins, I think, back in the early 80s when I was a kid. And I just was enamored. I just thought he was so cool that he was always getting touchdowns. And and uh, his number was 44. So when I started in school, I chose 44. <laughs> <laughs> My number was not retired, needless to say. I was good. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, Ryan Trung 21, you can look him up, find him in any capacity that way, Instagram, uh, Facebook, um, and uh, I mean, how about like, um, you know, your model shoots and or your shows, are there any of that on YouTube? So, no, I have some fights on YouTube. Yeah. um, Under Ryan Trung. Okay. All right. But most of like my photo shoots and stuff will be on Instagram and men's uh, Ryan Trung fitness. Okay. So they'll be able to check that out. Exactly. Okay, and I'll put links on mine too as well. I yeah. want people to be able to find 
what you're doing. And if they want to reach out and say, hey, we got a great opportunity. Um, That's what we want to do here is promote one another. And the whole premise for this show is to find artisans from all genres of life and bring them together and give them a platform to help one another. So I wish to help bring a lot of these amazing artisans um, to light if they haven't been there yet. You already have quite a bit, <laughs> but there's still plenty more we can inspire to reach. And so if we can help each other do that, then we're uh, we're indeed doing something special. So, and man, I can't thank you enough for giving me the time to meet me here in Prom 2 in good old Monroe, Wisconsin, Cheese County, <laughs> and uh, be a part of the show. So we'll, we'll be doing this again soon. And um, I'll let everybody know when we're going to launch this one, including you. And uh, share the hell out of it. That's what we got to do. We got to let the world know about this platform and all the cool people. So thanks for watching, everybody. And until next time, Daryl Bates from Bad Mojo Media. wonderful episode again today. Thanks everyone for tuning in to Bad Mojo Media's Passion Driven Series. We'll be back again next Tuesday. We'll feature amazing guests from around this great nation and hopefully the world. Each week we'll work together to understand how to brand our businesses better, take our industries further, and learn from one another. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Have a great day. We'll catch you next Tuesday at Bad Mojo Media.